conflict to escalation, a vital skill for convenience store owners. Howdy folks, Mike Hernandez here. Welcome to this edition of Arrive from Sea Store Center. Conflict is an inevitable part of running a convenience store. It can arise between customers, employees, or even suppliers. As a convenience store owner, mastering conflict de-escalation techniques is essential for maintaining a peaceful and productive environment. In this guide, we'll explore the stages of conflict escalation and effective de-escalation strategies and engage in practical role-play exercises to sharpen your skills. Understanding conflict escalation. Before diving into de-escalation techniques, it's crucial to understand the stages of conflict escalation. 1. Late in conflict, at this stage, the conflict exists but is not yet visible. It may result from differing opinions, unmet needs, or misunderstandings. Understanding conflict escalation. Conflict, whether we like it or not, is a part of life, and it's no different in the world of convenience stores. To navigate these sometimes turbulent waters, it's essential to understand the stages of conflict escalation. Let's take a closer look at each stage. 1. Late in conflict. Imagine this scenario. It's a sunny afternoon, and your convenience store snack aisle is fully stocked with chips. You've always arranged the chips alphabetically by brand, but recently, one of your employees decided it would look better arranged by color. You haven't noticed yet, but a brewing conflict lies beneath the surface. At this stage, conflict exists, but it's not visible to the naked eye. It's like a smoldering ember under the surface. In our example, differing opinions about how the snack aisle should be organized are the source of this latent conflict. 2. Perceived conflict. Now, let's fast forward a bit. One day, a regular customer who has always found their favorite chips quickly suddenly can't locate them. They approach your employee who arranged the snacks by color and express their frustration. At this point, the conflict has moved to the perceived stage. The parties involved, in this case, the customer and your employee, are now aware of the issue. The customer perceives it as a problem because they can't find what they're looking for, and your employee becomes aware that their decision has caused dissatisfaction. 3. Felt conflict. As the days go by, the customer's frustration grows. They feel annoyed whenever they enter the store and see the snack aisle in disarray. Your employee, on the other hand, begins to feel the weight of the customer's complaints and frustration. Emotions are starting to take hold. This is the felt conflict stage where emotions come to the forefront. The customer and your employee both have strong feelings about the situation. It's no longer just a difference of opinion. It's become personal. 4. Manifest conflict. The situation in your store continues to escalate. The customer, unable to contain their frustration, confronts your employee angrily. Voices are raised and a heated argument ensues in the snack aisle. Now we've reached the manifest conflict stage. The conflict is no longer hidden. It's open for all to see. It has become disruptive and potentially damaging, both to your store's atmosphere and your relationship with the customer. 5. Conflict Aftermath Things have calmed down a bit after the argument in the snack aisle. The customer got their chips and your employee tried to explain their reasoning. However, the damage has been done. The conflict has affected the customer's perception of your store and your employee's morale. This is the conflict aftermath where there are often lingering effects even after the conflict has seemingly been resolved. It might include lingering resentment, damaged relationships, or unresolved issues. Understanding these stages of conflict escalation can help you as a convenience store owner to intervene and to escalate conflicts before they reach damaging levels. Not all disputes must escalate to the manifest stage, and skilled conflict resolution can often diffuse tensions at earlier stages. 
To perceive conflict, this is when individuals involved in the conflict become aware of its existence. Emotions may start to rise, but communication hasn't broken down entirely. Perceived conflict. Now, let's delve deeper into the stages of conflict escalation, focusing on the crucial point known as perceived conflict. In this stage, things start to get interesting and emotions can simmer beneath the surface. Consider a scenario in your convenience store. It's a busy evening and you have two employers, Sarah and David, working the checkout counters. Sarah, who has been with your store for years, is known for her efficient and friendly service. David, the newer employee, is still learning the ropes. As the evening rush peaks, a customer approaches Sarah's checkout line. They have a cart filled with groceries and are hurrying to get home. Sarah scans the items, chats with the customer, and bags their groceries quickly and efficiently. Meanwhile, at David's counter, another customer is waiting. This customer is growing increasingly impatient. David, who is still getting used to the register, is slower. He fumbles while scanning items, and the customer's annoyance is becoming evident. In this scenario, we can see the emergence of perceived conflict. The customers at both checkout counters are now aware of a difference in service quality. The first customer perceives Sarah as efficient and friendly, while the second perceives David as slow and inexperienced. At this stage, emotions may rise, but communication hasn't broken down entirely. The customers are aware of the differing service experiences, and their feelings about it are growing. They might be wondering why there is such a stark contrast between the two employees. As a convenience store owner, it's essential to recognize perceived conflicts like this one. They offer an opportunity for early intervention and de-escalation. Acknowledging the customer's concerns and addressing them promptly can prevent the conflict from escalating further. In this case, you might approach the second customer, who is increasingly impatient, and say, I'm sorry for the delay. David is still learning, and we appreciate your patience. Is there anything I can do to make your experience better today? Addressing the perceived conflict can diffuse tensions and prevent the situation from deteriorating into felt or manifest conflict. Remember, perceiving conflict is the first step, and how you respond can significantly impact the direction it takes. Maintaining a positive shopping experience for your customers is paramount in the convenience store business, and promptly addressing perceived conflicts is critical to achieving that goal. 3. Felt conflict. At this point, the conflict becomes emotional. Feelings of anger, frustration, or resentment intensify. Communication may deteriorate. Felt conflict. Now, let's explore the stages of conflict escalation and the intriguing stage known as felt conflict. This is where conflicts become intensely emotional and tensions rise significantly. Imagine a situation in your convenience store. It's a hot summer day, and the air conditioning system suddenly malfunctions. The temperature inside the store starts to climb, making it increasingly uncomfortable for both customers and employees. As the heat intensifies, your employees begin to feel frustrated and irritated. They are sweating and the discomfort is affecting their mood and patience. Customers, too, are starting to feel the heat, quite literally, and their frustration levels are on the rise. The conflict has moved from being perceived to feeling deeply in this scenario. Employees are frustrated with the uncomfortable working conditions, and customers are increasingly agitated due to the heat. Emotions like anger, frustration, and even resentment start to take hold. At this stage, communication may begin to deteriorate. Employees might vent their frustration to each other, leading to negative energy in the workplace. Customers might voice their displeasure more openly, demanding immediate action to resolve the issue. As a convenience store owner, it's crucial to promptly recognize and address conflicts at this stage. 
The emotional intensity can quickly spread and impact the overall atmosphere of your store. Unhappy employees can decrease productivity and customer service quality, while dissatisfied customers may choose to take their business elsewhere. In this scenario, acknowledging the discomfort and frustration is essential. You might approach customers and employees saying, I apologize for the inconvenience caused by the malfunctioning air conditioning. We're doing everything possible to fix it as quickly as possible. In the meantime, we appreciate your patience and understanding. This empathetic response can help alleviate some of the emotional tension. It shows that you acknowledge the problem, care about your employees and customers, and are taking action to resolve the issue. Remember, emotions run high during the felt conflict stage, and communication can be challenging. Your role as a convenience store owner is to provide support, address concerns, and work towards swiftly resolving issues to restore a positive atmosphere in your store. 4. Manifest conflict is when the conflict is apparent and often involves aggressive or confrontational behavior. It can be disruptive and destructive. Manifest conflict. As we delve deeper into the stages of conflict escalation, we arrive at a point where conflicts become fully visible and emotions run high. This stage is known as manifest conflict, and it's a crucial juncture for convenience store owners to navigate. Picture a scenario in your convenience store, a customer who had purchased a product a few days ago returns, demanding a refund. They claim that the product was defective, and they're visibly upset. Your employee at the counter attempts to explain the store's refund policy, which states that refunds are only issued for products returned within 24 hours of purchase. However, the customer refuses to accept this explanation. Their frustration escalates and they raise their voice, drawing the attention of other customers in the store. Feeling cornered and stressed, your employee starts to match the customer's tone. At this stage, the conflict has transitioned from feeling to fully manifested. It's in plain view of everyone in the store and involves confrontational behavior, such as raised voices and aggressive gestures. This type of conflict can be disruptive and destructive if not managed effectively. Manifest conflicts can create an uncomfortable and potentially unsafe environment for customers and employees. Other customers may feel uneasy witnessing such a scene, and your employees might become increasingly stressed and agitated. As a convenience store owner, your role during this stage is critical. First and foremost, prioritize the safety and well-being of everyone involved. If a conflict begins to escalate to the point of manifest conflict, consider taking these steps. Intervene calmly, approach the situation calmly and professionally. Your presence can help diffuse tension. Listen actively, listen to both sides of the conflict carefully and without taking sides. Sometimes, customers may have legitimate concerns. Enforce store policies, reiterate your store policies or guidelines calmly and firmly, as your employee did in the scenario above. Remind the customer of the refund policy, for example. Offer solutions, offer a compromise or solution that aligns with your store's policies. Sometimes, a small gesture of goodwill, like a store credit, can help resolve the issue. Seek support. If the situation continues to escalate, consider involving security personnel or local law enforcement to ensure the safety of everyone involved. Remember that in the manifest conflict stage, emotions are running high, and your ability to manage the situation calmly and professionally can significantly impact its resolution. Your goal is to de-escalate the conflict, ensure the safety of all parties, and maintain a positive and safe store environment. 5. Conflict aftermath. After the conflict has subsided, there may be lingering feelings of resentment, damaged relationships, or unresolved issues. Conflict aftermath. 
The stages of conflict escalation don't end when the shouting stops or a compromise is reached. One of the most critical phases is what comes afterward, which we'll call the conflict aftermath. This is where the dust settles, but its impact can be long-lasting. Imagine this scenario, the heated conflict between the upset customer and your store employee eventually resolves. The customer grudgingly accepts a store credit offered to them, and they leave the store. Your employee, visibly relieved, returns to their duties. However, the conflict aftermath phase has just begun. The upset customer might leave the store still feeling disgruntled, nursing feelings of frustration and resentment. They might share their negative experience with friends or on social media, potentially damaging your store's reputation. Conversely, your employee might feel drained and emotionally affected by the confrontation. This could impact their performance as they continue their shift with lingering stress. As a convenience store owner, it's crucial to recognize the potential consequences of unresolved feelings and lingering tension after a conflict. Here are some steps to consider during the conflict aftermath phase. Follow up, check in with your employees involved in the conflict. Ensure they are emotionally okay and offer support if needed. Encourage open communication. Reconciliation, reach out to the upset customer after some time has passed. A polite and empathetic message or call to ensure their satisfaction can sometimes mend damaged relationships. Learn and adapt. Use each conflict as an opportunity for growth. Reflect on what led to the situation and consider implementing changes to prevent similar issues. Employee support. Consider providing additional training or resources for your employees to help them handle conflicts more effectively in the future. This can include conflict resolution training or stress management resources. Online reputation management. Monitor online platforms for negative reviews or comments about the conflict. Respond professionally and empathetically to address customer concerns. The conflict aftermath phase highlights the importance of resolving conflicts and actively managing their aftermath to minimize any long-term damage. By acknowledging customers' and employees' feelings and experiences, you can work towards rebuilding trust and maintaining a positive store environment. Remember, conflicts are part of business, but how you handle them can make all the difference in the long run. Now, let's explore techniques for de-escalating conflicts. Effective de-escalation strategies. 1. Stay calm. As the store owner, your demeanor sets the tone. Maintain composure, even if the other party becomes confrontational. Staying calm. Now that we've explored the various stages of conflict escalation, let's delve into effective de-escalation strategies, starting with one of the most crucial, staying calm. Picture this, it's a busy afternoon at your convenience store and a customer approaches the counter, clearly agitated. They're upset because an item they wanted is out of stock and they're taking it out on your employee. Their voice rises and frustration fills the air. As the store owner, your demeanor becomes paramount in this situation. How you react will significantly influence whether the conflict escalates or begins to de-escalate. In such moments, it's easy to feel your frustration rising, but remaining calm is crucial. Take a deep breath, maintain a composed posture, and speak in a steady, even tone. Avoid mirroring the customer's anger or irritation. Instead, be a calming presence. Here's how staying calm can work in practice. Anecdote, one busy afternoon, a customer stormed into your store, demanding a refund for a defective product they had purchased the previous day. They were visibly upset, raising their voice and drawing the attention of other customers. Despite their best efforts, your employees struggled to defuse the situation. As the store owner, you stepped in. You approached the customer with a friendly demeanor, acknowledging their frustration. You calmly listened to their concerns and assured them that you would address the issue promptly. 
Your composed and empathetic response helped to de-escalate the situation. The customer's anger gradually subsided and they left the store with a more positive outlook. By staying calm, you prevented the conflict from escalating and reassured the customer that their concerns were being taken seriously. It's a reminder that, as the store owner, your attitude and behavior set the example for your employees and can significantly impact how conflicts are resolved. Remember, staying calm isn't about avoiding conflict or accommodating unreasonable demands. It's about creating a conducive atmosphere for resolving the issue at hand while maintaining the dignity and respect of everyone involved. In the next section, we'll explore more de-escalation strategies to add to your conflict resolution toolkit. 2. Active listening. Give the person your full attention. Please encourage them to express their concerns while you listen without interruption. Active listening. In our journey to understand effective conflict de-escalation strategies, let's focus on a powerful tool, active listening. Imagine this scenario. A customer approaches your store counter, visibly upset. They're frustrated because a product they purchased didn't meet their expectations. They've come to you with many complaints, from product quality to pricing. As the store owner, it's essential to remember that active listening can be a game changer. Active listening means giving the person your full attention and encouraging them to express their concerns while you listen without interruption. Here's how active listening can play out. Anecdote, on a particularly hectic day, a customer storms into your store, clutching a receipt and a product they found unsatisfactory. They start listing their grievances, their tone rising with each complaint. Your initial instinct might be to jump in with explanations or solutions, but you remember the power of active listening. Instead of interrupting, you maintain eye contact, nodding occasionally to show that you're engaged and attentive. You resist the urge to defend your store or the product. Instead, you encourage the customer to share their thoughts fully. As they vent their frustrations, you pick up on the key issues, the product's quality, pricing, and overall shopping experience. Once the customer has finished expressing their concerns, you acknowledge their feelings and thank them for sharing their perspective. This gesture alone can help diffuse their anger. You assure them you'll investigate the matter and work towards a solution. By actively listening, you allow the customer to vent their frustrations and gain valuable insights into their concerns. This approach helped to escalate the situation by showing that you genuinely cared about resolving the issue. Active listening demonstrates respect and empathy, which are essential in conflict de-escalation. It makes the other person feel heard and validated, reducing their emotional intensity. Remember, conflicts often arise from unmet needs or misunderstandings, and active listening can be the bridge to finding common ground and reaching a resolution. As a store owner, incorporating active listening into your conflict resolution toolkit can help create a more positive and customer-centric environment. In our next section, we'll explore further strategies to enhance your conflict de-escalation skills. 3. Empathize, show understanding and empathy. Acknowledge their feelings and perspectives, even if you disagree. Empathizing. Our exploration of conflict de-escalation strategies for convenience store owners continues with a technique that can profoundly impact resolving disputes. Empathizing. Consider this scenario. It's a busy evening in your convenience store, and a customer approaches the counter with a complaint. They believe they were overcharged for a purchase and are unhappy about it. Their frustration is evident, and their tone is increasingly confrontational. In such situations, empathizing can be a powerful de-escalation tool. It involves showing understanding and empathy, even if you disagree with the other person's perspective. 
Let's delve into how this technique works. Anecdote, as the customer approaches the counter, they slam their receipt down and express their dissatisfaction with the price they were charged for a product. Their frustration is palpable and they expect an immediate resolution. Instead of becoming defensive or dismissing their concerns, you choose to empathize. You maintain a calm demeanor and make eye contact to convey your genuine engagement. In a calm and empathetic tone, you say, I understand how frustrating it can be when you feel you've been charged unfairly. I appreciate you bringing this to my attention. The acknowledgement of their feelings and perspectives immediately has a calming effect. Sensing your empathy, the customer begins to explain their point of view in more detail. They recount the advertised price and their expectations based on previous visits. Though you might disagree with their pricing interpretation, you continue to empathize. You say, I can see why this situation is frustrating, and I'm sorry for any confusion. Let me look at your receipt and see if there's been an error. I genuinely want to resolve this for you. By empathizing, you've transformed a potentially confrontational encounter into a more constructive conversation. Your willingness to understand their feelings and perspectives has diffused their anger and opened the door to finding a solution. Empathizing doesn't mean you have to agree with the other person, but it does demonstrate that you respect their emotions and concerns. It's crucial to building rapport, diffusing tension, and moving toward conflict resolution. In the next section, we'll continue our exploration of de-escalation strategies by discussing another valuable technique, offering choices and solutions. 4. Use I statements. Express your feelings and thoughts using I statements rather than you statements. For example, say, I understand you're upset and I'd like to help, instead of, you're wrong to be upset, using I statements. In the realm of conflict de-escalation, effective communication is a crucial tool. One valuable technique for maintaining open and productive dialogue is using I statements. These statements express your feelings and thoughts rather than placing blame or making accusatory remarks. Consider this scenario, a heated disagreement has erupted between two of your employees on the store floor. They're arguing about a miscommunication regarding their respective duties, and the tension escalates rapidly. As the store owner, you must step in and defuse the situation. Anecdote, you approach the employees, who are both visibly agitated, and decide to use I statements to address the conflict. In a calm and composed manner, you say, I've noticed that there seems to be a misunderstanding about your tasks, and I want to clarify things so we can work together smoothly. By framing your statement in the first person, you're taking ownership of the situation and expressing your intent to facilitate resolution rather than assigning blame. This approach immediately shifts the tone of the conversation from confrontational to collaborative. As you continue, you might say, I value both of your contributions to the store, and it's important that we find a solution that works for everyone. Can each of you please share your perspective on what happened? By emphasizing your appreciation for their roles and inviting them to share their viewpoints, you create a space for open dialogue. Feeling less defensive, the employees begin to explain their perspectives and the source of the disagreement. Using I statements fosters a non-confrontational atmosphere and encourages individuals to express themselves without fear of judgment or blame. It allows you to address the issue while preserving relationships and promoting mutual understanding. In this case, as the employees share their sides of the story, you actively listen, empathize, and guide them toward a resolution that clarifies their roles and responsibilities. The tension subsides and they leave the conversation with a clearer understanding of their duties and improved morale. Using I statements in conflict escalation is a valuable skill for convenience store owners as it demonstrates your commitment to effective communication and conflict resolution without escalating the situation. 
In the next section, we'll explore another de-escalation strategy, offering choices and solutions to empower those involved in the conflict. 5. Offer choices, provide options when possible. It can empower the other party and give them a sense of control. Offering choices. Empowerment is a potent tool in conflict de-escalation, and one way to empower others is by offering choices. In the context of a convenience store, this strategy can be particularly effective in resolving disputes and easing tensions. Anecdote, imagine a scenario where a customer has become increasingly irate because a product they're looking for is out of stock. They're upset because they specifically came to your store for this item and feel inconvenience. As the store owner, you step in to address the situation. Instead of responding with a standard apology and explanation for the shortage, you decide to offer choices. You say, I understand you're frustrated because the item you wanted isn't available now. I apologize for the inconvenience. However, I can offer you a couple of options. You can either choose an alternative product we have in stock, and I'll make sure you get it at a discounted price, or I can personally notify you as soon as the item you want is back in stock, and we'll reserve it for you. Which option would you prefer? By presenting the customer with these choices, you acknowledge their frustration and give them a sense of control over the situation. They feel heard and respected, which can significantly de-escalate their emotions. In this case, the customer opts for the second choice, and you take their contact information to notify them when the desired item is back in stock. This approach demonstrates your commitment to finding a solution and puts the decision-making power in the customer's hands. It redirects the focus from the initial conflict to exploring mutually agreeable resolutions. Offering choices is a valuable de-escalation technique because it helps individuals regain a sense of agency, fostering cooperation rather than confrontation. In this scenario, the customer leaves the store feeling satisfied with the resolution, and you've not only retained their business, but also showcased your commitment to customer service. In the next section, we'll delve into the importance of body language and its role in conflict de-escalation for convenience store owners. 6. Avoid blame, refrain from blaming or accusing. Focus on finding solutions rather than assigning faults. Avoiding blame. In the heat of a conflict, it's natural for emotions to run high, and often, the first instinct is to assign blame. However, as a convenience store owner, avoiding the blame game is a crucial de-escalation strategy that can help maintain a positive and productive atmosphere. Anecdote, picture a scenario where a staff member at your convenience store accidentally spills a drink on a customer's clothing while restocking the cooler. The customer is understandably upset, with a stain now marring their outfit. They approach you visibly angry and demand an apology and compensation. In this situation, it's easy to fall into the blame trap. You might be tempted to question the employee in front of the customer, asking why they were not more careful or accusing them of negligence. However, as an experienced store owner well-versed in conflict de-escalation, you choose a different path. You take a deep breath, acknowledge the customer's frustration, and express genuine regret for the inconvenience caused. You refrain from blaming the employee and say, I'm truly sorry about what happened. Our primary goal is to provide excellent service. We've fallen short this time. Let's work together to find a solution. We'll clean the stain as best as possible and provide you with a store voucher to cover the dry cleaning costs. Additionally, I'll ensure our team receives extra training to prevent such incidents in the future. By avoiding blame, you've prevented a potentially explosive situation. You've chosen to focus on finding a solution to the problem rather than pointing fingers. This approach reassures the customer that you take their concerns seriously and are committed to rectifying the situation. 
Avoiding blame is a de-escalation strategy that keeps the interaction constructive. It emphasizes resolution over retribution and allows everyone involved to move forward with dignity intact. In this scenario, the customer appreciates your understanding and leaves a positive impression of your store, knowing their concerns were heard and addressed. As we continue our exploration of de-escalation techniques, we'll discuss the importance of providing a clear plan of action to resolve conflicts effectively. 7. Take a break. Suggest taking a short break to cool off if tensions escalate. Agree to revisit the issue later. Taking a break. In the world of convenience stores, the pace can be hectic, and conflicts sometimes arise from the pressures of the environment. When emotions run high and a resolution seems out of reach, suggesting a break can work wonders in diffusing tension and facilitating conflict resolution. Anecdote, imagine a situation where you, as a store owner, are in a dispute between two employees. One accuses the other of mishandling a customer complaint, while the accused feels unfairly targeted. Tempers flare, voices rise, and it becomes increasingly clear that the discussion is going nowhere fast. Recognizing the need for de-escalation, you suggest, I can see that emotions are running high right now. How about we all take a 15-minute break? We can revisit this issue with cooler heads and a fresh perspective. At first, both employees are resistant. They want their concerns addressed immediately. However, you gently insist that a brief pause can lead to a more constructive conversation. Reluctantly, they agree and disperse to their respective areas. During this break, you use the time to reflect on the core issues at hand and formulate a plan for a more productive discussion. You also encourage each employee to consider the other's perspective and come prepared with potential solutions. When you reconvene, the atmosphere has shifted. Emotions have cooled and both employees are more receptive to hearing each other out. They engage in a more rational and solution-oriented conversation, leading to a resolution that benefits both parties and the store's overall operations. Taking a break is a de-escalation strategy that acknowledges the importance of emotional regulation. It provides a pause button in intense situations, preventing conflicts from spiraling out of control. This technique allows everyone involved to regain their composure, reflect on the issue, and return to the discussion with a calmer disposition and a greater willingness to collaborate. As we continue exploring de-escalation strategies, we'll delve into the significance of setting clear boundaries during conflicts and how it can contribute to more effective resolutions. 8. Seek common ground, find areas of agreement or shared goals. Highlighting common interests can help build rapport. Seeking common ground and convenience store ownership, conflict can sometimes seem inevitable, especially when dealing with customers, employees, or suppliers with differing viewpoints or expectations. In such situations, seeking common ground can be a powerful de-escalation strategy, helping bridge gaps and fostering cooperation. Anecdote, picture a scenario where you, as a store owner, are in a heated disagreement with a regular customer. The customer is upset about a recent price increase on a popular snack item, and they're venting their frustration at the checkout counter. Initially, the exchange is tense, with both parties entrenched in their positions. Recognizing the need to de-escalate the situation and find a resolution, you seek common ground. You take a moment to actively listen to the customer's concerns and acknowledge their frustration. Then, you gently steer the conversation towards shared interests. You say, I understand that you're unhappy about the price increase and I value your loyalty as a customer. We want to make sure you continue to enjoy shopping here. What if we explore alternative snack options that offer better value for your money? We can also watch for promotions or discounts on your favorite items. The customer's demeanor begins to shift from anger to curiosity, 
They express appreciation for your willingness to listen and find a solution. You start discussing various snack options that align with their taste preferences and budget, even discovering a new product they hadn't tried before. By seeking common ground and focusing on shared goals, you transform the potentially confrontational situation into a collaborative one. You reaffirm the importance of customer satisfaction while addressing the store's pricing concerns. This de-escalation strategy is a testament to the power of finding areas of agreement amid conflict. It helps build rapport, fosters understanding, and allows both parties to work together toward a solution that satisfies everyone involved. As we delve deeper into conflict de-escalation, we'll explore the importance of empathy, recognizing emotions, and using effective communication techniques to diffuse challenging situations in the dynamic world of convenience stores. Role-play exercises. Let's put these de-escalation techniques into practice with some role-play scenarios. Scenario 1. Customer complaint. You receive a complaint from a customer who is upset about a defective product they purchase. They are becoming increasingly agitated. Handling customer complaints. Imagine this common scenario in convenience store ownership. You're behind the counter managing daily operations. When a customer approaches with a defective product they purchased earlier, the customer's frustration is palpable and their voice rises as they express their displeasure. Applying the escalation techniques is crucial in this situation to address the customer's concerns and maintain a positive shopping experience. Here's how you can put these techniques into practice. Stay calm. As the store owner, your composure sets the tone for the interaction. Maintain a calm demeanor even if the customer's agitation escalates. This helps create a safe space for productive communication. Active listening. Give the customer your full attention. Maintain eye contact and show you're genuinely interested in hearing their complaint. Allow them to express their frustration without interruption. For example, you might say, I'm here to listen. Please tell me more about what happened. Empathizing. Show empathy by acknowledging the customer's feelings and perspective. You can say, I understand how frustrating it can be to receive a defective product, and I'm truly sorry for the inconvenience this has caused you. Using I statements, express your commitment to finding a solution using I statements. For instance, say, I'm here to help you resolve this issue. Let's work together to find the best way to make this right. Offering choices provide the customer with options for resolving the problem. For instance, you might say, we can offer you a refund for the defective product, or if you prefer, we can exchange it for a new one. What works best for you? In this role-play scenario, you successfully put these de-escalation techniques into practice. By staying calm and empathetic, actively listening to the customer's complaint, and offering choices for resolution, you effectively diffuse the situation. The customer begins to feel heard and valued, and together you find a solution that satisfies both parties. This real-world example highlights the importance of de-escalation techniques in handling customer complaints in a convenience store setting. By focusing on effective communication and conflict resolution, you can turn challenging interactions into opportunities to build trust and customer loyalty. Scenario 2. Employee disagreement. Two of your employees are arguing about their duties and blaming each other for a mistake. The argument is disrupting the store's atmosphere. Handling employee disagreement. Picture this scene. You're in your convenience store and witness two employees engaged in a heated argument near the checkout counter. Their voices are raised and they're pointing fingers at each other, blaming one another for a recent mistake in store operations. The argument disrupts the store's atmosphere and raises concerns about teamwork and employee morale. 
as the store owner, it's your responsibility to de-escalate this situation and find a resolution that promotes a harmonious work environment. Here's how you can put de-escalation techniques into practice. Stay calm. Your composure is essential in this situation. Approach the employees calmly and clarify that you're there to help find a solution. Your calm presence can have a soothing effect on the employees. Active listening. Begin by actively listening to each employee's story. Please encourage them to express their concerns without interruptions. This shows that you value their input and are interested in understanding their perspectives. Empathizing. Show empathy by acknowledging their feelings and concerns. You might say, I understand this situation has caused frustration and stress for both of you. Let's work together to find a way to resolve it. Using I statements, express your commitment to resolving the issue using I statements. For example, say, I'm here to help you both find a resolution to this problem, and we'll work together to prevent similar issues in the future. Offering choices, present potential solutions, and ask for their input on addressing the mistake and preventing it from happening again. Encourage collaboration by saying, what do you both think is the best way to rectify this situation and improve our processes? Implementing these de-escalation techniques creates a constructive dialogue between the employers. They calm down and shift their focus from blaming each other to finding a solution. Together, you explore options for rectifying the mistake and improving teamwork in the store. This real-world scenario emphasizes the significance of de-escalation techniques in managing customer conflicts and resolving internal disputes among employees. By promoting open communication and empathy, you can transform a disruptive disagreement into an opportunity for growth and collaboration in your convenience store. Scenario 3. Supplier conflict. A supplier accuses your store of not paying invoices on time, and the conversation turns confrontational. Handling a supplier conflict. Imagine you're in your convenience store's office, and you receive an angry phone call from one of your suppliers. The supplier accuses your store of consistently paying invoices late and not honoring the agreed-upon payment terms. The conversation quickly turns confrontational, with the supplier expressing frustration and demanding immediate payment. In this situation, it's crucial to employ effective de-escalation techniques to diffuse the tension and work toward a resolution. Here's how you can put these techniques into practice. Stay calm. Begin by maintaining your composure, even if the supplier's tone is aggressive. Respond composedly and professionally, conveying that you're committed to resolving the issue. Active listening. Allow the supplier to express their concerns and grievances fully. Listen attentively without interrupting and acknowledge their frustration. Say, I understand that you're upset about the late payments, and I appreciate you bringing this to my attention. Empathizing. Show empathy towards the supplier's situation. You can say, I understand late payments can cause frustration and disrupt your cash flow. I'm genuinely sorry for any inconvenience this may have caused. Using I statements, express your commitment to finding a solution using I statements. For example, say, I take this matter seriously, and I'm dedicated to promptly addressing the payment issues to prevent further delays. Offering choices, propose solutions to address the payment concerns. Ask the supplier for their input on rectifying the situation and preventing future payment delays. Encourage collaboration by saying, let's work together to establish a payment plan that ensures timely payments moving forward. By implementing these de-escalation techniques, you shift the conversation from confrontation to cooperation. The supplier, initially called in anger, begins to see that you're committed to resolving the payment issues and maintaining a positive business relationship. This real-world scenario underscores the importance of de-escalation skills in managing conflicts beyond the store's walls. 
Effective communication, empathy, and a willingness to collaborate can turn a potentially damaging dispute into an opportunity to strengthen your relationships with suppliers and ensure smoother business operations in your convenience store. Conclusion Conflict de-escalation is a valuable skill to prevent minor disagreements from escalating into disruptive and damaging conflicts. By understanding the stages of conflict escalation and employing effective de-escalation strategies, you can create a harmonious environment in your convenience store. Oh, and before I go, here are some questions for you to consider. 1. Reflect on a recent conflict in your store. How might applying de-escalation techniques have changed the outcome? 2. How can you proactively foster a culture of conflict resolution and effective communication among your employees? 3. What steps can you take to remain calm and composed when faced with an escalated conflict situation in your store? Thank you for tuning in to another insightful episode of Arrive from C-Store Center. I hope you enjoyed the valuable information. If you find it useful, please share the podcast with anyone who might benefit. Again, I'm Mike Hernandez. Goodbye and see you in the next episode. Arrive from C-Store Center is a Sink or Swim production.